Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to Heartblend Podcast. And just as a disclaimer, this is not a substitute for mental or emotional counseling, nor is it to substitute a cognitive behavior therapist. This is here as a source to support you along your journey to loving yourself and the introduction to begin the release of your fears. Today we are focusing on the fear of abandonment. This fear is very common and can be developed in our childhood or any age of our lives. We become afraid that someone we love or attach ourselves to will leave us. Fear of abandonment shows itself in different ways. Fear of commitment, fear of being rejected, fear of trusting others. Sometimes we have a hard time accepting that we may have the fear of abandonment because it's not always as obvious as someone just physically dropping us off somewhere and never returning. Abandonment can be in different forms. Emotional abandonment, such as not having support in a time of need that we expected to have. When one parent was not physically or emotionally present, rejection from someone we once declared as a friend, death of a loved one, lack of protection from an abusive parent if another parent is present. There are many different ways that we experience these forms of abandonment. How we express these fears may also be in different forms, such as people-pleasing, jealousy of our partner receiving attention, becoming clingy in relationships, staying in unhealthy relationships, ghosting, or becoming controlling or manipulative to the ones we love. Sometimes you may receive the feedback that you're just being insecure, so you begin to take the wrong approach, such as focusing on your confidence level or trying to make yourself look better to feel more confident. You may find that this approach only helps in a very small way, but quickly fades the next time we face a relationship. You may be thinking, so how can I stop being so needy? Or how can I stop being so distant and being afraid to even let anyone in or have a relationship? Let's keep in mind those four basic human needs I mentioned in the previous episode in the fear of vulnerability. Certainty or security significance, love and connection, and variety. So what need does this fear closely relate to? Love and connection. When our need of love and connection seems to be threatened, we begin to overreact. However, we may feel unstable often, unimportant, and can easily become trapped by consistently doing the same things to avoid losing someone. And we also begin acting in ways that push people away from us. Do you notice how all of the other needs are now in danger of being met because the fear of abandonment and the need for love and connection take over? Does this fear resonate with you? Let's answer some questions. 
Number one, could you think back to the earliest memory of feeling abandoned? In what way did you experience this? Was it emotionally or physically or both? Number two, how did you feel? Scared, sad, angry? Number three, when was the last time you felt abandoned? It may have even been small or seemed silly, such as someone not calling you back. Number four, how do you handle feeling abandoned? Do you cut others off? Do you communicate? Do you lash out? What's your defense of choice? Let's discover some tips on reducing this fear. Number one, focus on your hobbies and passions. When we are productive with the things that we enjoy doing, we take the focus off of our loved ones and we are able to connect with people who share those same hobbies or passions. You can even start a meetup group, which can provide that deep sense of belonging through interest. You will be able to meet with multiple different people, which can reduce trying to attach yourself to one person. Becoming a leader also provides you that sense of significance and self-worth and that feeling of having to be a part of a tribe or network. Number two, practice communicating when you feel abandoned. This is not your partner or your friend or family member's responsibility to erase your feeling, so don't expect them to do anything different. But by simply communicating that you would like to spend more quality time instead of overreacting helps to reduce the pressure. Sometimes, our partners, friends, and family are completely unaware of how we feel. Have a conversation. Number three, spend time with yourself. Oftentimes, when we feel abandoned, it is because we abandon ourselves. We abandon who we are and the time alone to focus on others and then feel resentful when we don't receive that same level of attention back. Dedicate a full 30 minutes to yourself every single day with no distractions such as social media or your phone. This can be journaling, art, reading, working out, etc. Number four, the self-talk attached to the fear of abandonment has overwhelmed you, I'm sure. So let's create a new mission statement. Repeat after me. I am loved. I am worthy of love. I love myself. I am pleasurable to be around. I am not afraid to be abandoned because I am never alone. God is always with me at all times. My loved ones who have passed before me are now with me at all times. I am a leader to others through shared passions. I am connected to the rest of the world. I experience love and connection as support for my journey, not as a source to determine my worth. It is safe for me to love. Say this every time you feel abandoned, even if it's just one sentence out of that statement that resonates with you can provide you with comfort. Embrace and accept that one day the people and pets we love may leave us or we may leave them. Even though this is scary to admit, it helps us to value the connections we have versus how we may feel abandoned without them. Enjoy quality time without expectations. 
and become at peace with realizing that nothing lasts forever. Our memories and experiences are gifts, not demands. If your love or attention isn't being reciprocated, reduce your focus on this and focus on yourself. Sometimes we continue to validate that fear of abandonment by concentrating on how someone isn't providing us with love. We are all human with our own fears, perspectives, feelings, and experiences, and everyone can't always be present at the time you need them to be. If the relationship you're in feels toxic and unfulfilling, don't stay just for the sake of avoiding being alone. This concludes our episode on the fear of abandonment. Be gentle with yourself. Give yourself time to properly heal. When we lose those connections with our loved ones, our emotional area of the brain takes a cut. Although we can't see it, it's there. Work on releasing and making peace with the pain that started this fear of abandonment. By doing so, we can prevent new scenarios that may trigger our fear of abandonment so much that it becomes destructive in our lives. Up next, we will focus on the fear of success. Thank you so much for tuning in, and this is Heartland Podcast.